0: Whoa, well, I guess we're starting.
1: Oh, now I'm ready to go. Hey, Estiel, how are you doing?
0: Hey, what's going on, Eric? How are you, bud? Uh, they, they,
1: there's a command to unmute yourself, and I put it in, and then nothing happened, so I thought either it worked or it didn't. and like. 40 seconds later, she announced that I was unmuted, so I'm a little (laughs) thrown off, but I'm good
0: otherwise. How about you? I'm doing great. Doing phenomenal. Um, We have 509 that called in. Not sure who that is, but so be it. Somebody else, here that joined us. Who is this? Can you guys
2: hear me? Yeah. Cool, cool. Good to hear your voice again, man. This is a throwback. (laughs) Who's this?
0: This is That's Tim Togoski. Oh, Tim! Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, this uh, this setting now looks so much different. Uh, they've really done an overhaul on this uh, thing, on this site here for TalkShoe. So it's 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 pretty darn cool. Um, some of the things that you can do now um, with the software that you couldn't like before. You mean? Um, so it's it's pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting stuff. I mean, um at the top of it, I'm happy to be back uh, doing something productive in society.
1: I vaguely remember the last home? time I a pod, there was some big issue with the redesign. I don't remember if we ever figured out what it was.
0: Yeah, let me know if you guys can hear these okay kill you? What if I was just to kick the
1: ever loving shit out of you. That Can you was hear that? completely unintelligible to me. I couldn't I heard that somebody was talking briefly, but I have no idea what they said.
2: Yeah I was kinda of muffled over here.
1: Oh, dude, get mad get <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. That was even worse than the first one.
0: <laughs> was Sorry, it man. How about this music here? Does this work at all? And it
2: kind of just sounds like a cymbal over and over
0: and over. What's up? It did not sound great. So I'm... <laughs> Did that sound great? Okay, so I'll leave the soundboard alone then. Um, and we'll play with it. I'll have to work on it. I mean, I was working on it uh, earlier today, and it was sounding okay um, when I listened to the, record, the playback recording. So maybe it's something that doesn't sound good um, to, for you guys on the line, but um, if you're listening to playback, maybe it comes in clearer. I'll have to play, uh, play around with what I just, uh, what I just did and I'll have to listen to it later on, but I'm not going to mess with it at all for the remainder of the podcast. So I'm not, uh, uh, fucking you guys up, but, uh, so how you guys been, um, it's been, uh, God, I haven't done a podcast since last February. I, I looked up on my, on my list last February was the last time I did a podcast, Um, so we're dealing with almost a full calendar year of no SPL podcasts. And, and before that it was, uh, November. Um, so even before that I took a hiatus from podcasts. So, um, getting back into this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but, uh, the recording already started. So we've actually been talking for about 10 minutes already, um, where people can listen and, and hear hear this played back, um, so welcome to the uh, uh, the Sim League podcast. Uh, you have me, Guy, uh SPL, as your host. Um, then on the podcast we have uh, uh, Tim Pig. Uh, Tim Pig, say hello.
2: Hello everyone. Good to good to good to chat again
0: and then uh, on top of it we get the head man in charge we have eric on the podcast as well so uh, eric why don't you uh, talk to uh, your uh, uh, some of your subordinates a little bit and uh, put us in our place
1: happy to be here send your bid by alphabetical order first name alphabetical order not that hard It's
0: not. I mean, hey, I was. I was trying to save the best for last. Okay, that that that's that's where I was going with it. I mean, I went first, and then uh, I was ended up trying to save the best for last. and that's why uh, you were introduced at the end. Um, we, we we were going to have Magic join us tonight, but uh, uh, we were going to have Magic join us tonight, but uh, I guess he's got a touch of the flu. And, and... oh, I'm wait, here. here we go. So, the last part hop of the podcast like, is going to be Magic tonight. Magic, how are you, bud?
3: I felt better, but I'll, I will I'd hop on for 15 or 20 minutes.
0: You take some uh, Pepto-Bismol or some uh, NyQuil and, to make yourself feel a little bit better?
3: <laughs> no, I'm at a hotel, so I don't have any of that stuff, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you yeah, should, because hey, that shit's that good time, for you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: call the front desk. I mean, to have them bring it up. I mean, um, definitely. They have it down there, but that shit's all expensive. Hey, come on! You're a big roller. You, 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 you can tough <laughs> it out.
3: Yeah, I wish I was. <laughs>
0: uh, where, where are you traveling at right now?
3: I'm um, currently just outside of New York City.
0: Okay, um, so. so yeah, kind of like Okay. Okay. So you're in Eric's neck of the woods, Um, but uh, Eric, did you want to do some live reveals on uh, day three?
1: Yes, and one of them was actually very good. The first signing, the not worth a max point guard, Max Zaslawski, in real life Knicks legend, signs for sixteen million dollars over two years to your Washington Bullets, and I gotta say. Uh, K-N hasn't been as invested as in past years, but this is the second year in a row. Last year he got Shabazz Muhammad on some crap deal, and this year he gets another great player on some crap deal. I don't know what didn't you guys Eric, are doing bidding-wise.
2: Eric, didn't he sign somebody else, this free agency, too? Somebody, uh, I, I remember him having another good signing early on. On day, I think he had a day one signing. I'm not at my computer got, at the very moment.
1: You got Peyton Greg on a max, three-year max, which, I mean, everybody was sending Greg. Actually, I should take that back. Not everybody was saying Greg max. That also should have happened. But getting a max player... Getting a max player on a max is not a big thing to me. That's what people should be doing. But getting these very good players on sub-max deals is something that more people should be doing. So Bravo Can... Clearly the best player at this mid-range level deal. Next up, we have Chris Chioza, seven million million, one year, to the Bulls. Also, kind of <clears> unfortunately, the Bulls got Anthony Simons, $18 million over two years. And those are basically the same players, so that's a little redundant there, but I'm sure you can move one of them, or both of them. Or, yeah, I don't know, super backup. Next up, we have Goko Bidatse. At 17.5 million dollars, one year to the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'm going to briefly stop here to get a reaction from SBL. Why did you send that bid?
0: Uh, because I have, I was up against the 50 million, um, right at 50 million with what I have. So I had money to be able to use. Um, on a contract um, that it would just be kind of sitting out there if I didn't uh, bid this on somebody. So my thought was, you mean, I can get this one-year deal of $17.5 million um, and use it as a tradable asset uh, on a contract that maybe somebody's trying to get rid of. Um, I mean, it's basically cap space that I wasn't going to be able to use um, that, so that, that takes me from 50 to 67 million uh, if I sign a mid level player I mean that takes me uh, up to 70 um, so Fair enough That
2: makes I, don't sense.
1: I was worried that hold on
2: let me, let me ask a, a question about that so Eric I, I, you kind of broke up a little bit when you were talking about Chioza and and Anthony Simons or Simmons, Um, and Chioza was totally just a a a trading piece, salary filler, bird years kind of guy, which is what SPL is saying. I think kind of similar to Goga, seventeen and a half million though. That's a lot. That means that you're base the only guys worth that or getting paid seventeen and a half million are essentially older max players. So I'm trying to think of an instance, like, that's why I try and keep guys in the seven, nine million dollar range. I'm trying to think of an instance where you're going to have 17 and a half million trades to come back to you. That just seems like a lot. for, for that and, and I know, like, you probably can't use that cap room anywhere else. And it's one year, so it's not a big deal. But because it's so high... It almost feels like that 17.5 million isn't even really going to be a tradable piece. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: Tim, I think that you might be in a tunnel or at the bottom of a well. But <laughs> I, the funny part of it, I actually once signed uh, the great Jonas Valanciunas to a similar deal. I don't remember if it was exactly 17.5, but it was, it was a big number over and over. And like Goga, he was not good. But, I turned him into Sam Jones, 4.0, who was a great player. So, I don't know if that's in the car, the Lakers. Well, I just figured, you mean,
0: I, I just figured, you mean, it's, it's, it, it, it was money that I was going to have sitting out there because, um, um. I mean, just sitting out there, you I mean in unusable money. So I wanted to have it to be an asset uh, to be able to move it if I need it. I mean, and I, I figured, you mean Goga. You mean I can use them as a third, fourth big. Um, I'm hoping that some of my drafty bigs um, are players, uh, but we'll see. I mean, um, I mean it's. It's uh we'll see wh- what comes about I mean being able to add up to a couple contracts to that seventeen point five you mean isn't gonna be tough to do you uh, I mean especially when you're dealing with the cap at eighty million, I mean that still only puts me to sixty seven on this one contract. I still have thirteen million in room um to play before I hit the ceiling.
1: I definitely get what you're saying, SPL, and I get uh, Tim's point too, which is that you know maybe you could have done 15 million for him, and maybe have a little more flexibility to go down to a first max guy, for instance. Well, I guess it doesn't count. I was thinking that the one Wagner deal, but you all.
0: Well, but that. still, but but yeah, but still, you, you even at 17.5 million, I could trade that for somebody at 15, because that's still going to be within the 10 percent, isn't it? Or pretty pretty darn yeah. close I, they would they would just, it would be pretty darn close they would just need to send me like another less than million dollars um, so they would yeah. just need to send me like another another small player if it was like a 15 million dollar player um, so just to get yeah. the money to work if I find a deal um, I just viewed that I'd rather have more money than not enough Um um, you mean because I, I, I always figured you mean a team can add a, you mean a player off a free agency or add a couple players off a free agency and, and uh, t- to make the numbers and money work.
1: So the matter is settled, and let's move on now to the Warriors who have two things back to back. They have Stojko Rankovic, twenty million ish over three years, and they have Kareem Rush who has a lot of interest but who ended up settling for $30 million over five years. And I, I don't want to get into much to who overbid who and who underbid, but I can tell you that Kareem Marsh was offered a lot more money. And I thought he was pretty good, but to get him at $6 million a year was a big steal. So where'd he go, Taco? Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, watch out,
0: watch out. Whatever happened to Taco? Episode, what's, what's he up to?
1: He quit. He left, and we don't know what he's up to now. We wish him the best. He was always a good
3: guy, I thought. <laughs> he's a top thirty so, under thirty in Nashville. He just won in Nashville. I, I said he was ranked something like top thirty under, like top thirty professionals under thirty. He Made some list. I saw him post about it like a week or two ago. So seems like he's doing successful oh, wow. real estate game. Yeah. Wow. He's busy good for for him. clubs in some leagues.
0: Wow, he's, uh, he's big time now. So is he oh, like yeah, uh, like the most eligible real. like person under thirty years old in Nashville? So oh, he's gee, like Elvis, reincarnated Elvis. But no, good for him. I mean, I'm ha- I'm happy to hear he's doing well. Uh, in all honesty, I mean, uh, um, I mean it's. I've been here, but I really haven't been here uh, in Sim League for some time. So um, seeing uh, Drews come back today was was, uh, was pretty cool to see. Um, uh, shout out, out to H B for talk getting him back.
3: What would you he say? He with me every single day. I said I, I, we hang out on the, the Google G chat or Hangouts or whatever. We talk all day. And I've been pestering mm-hmm. him day in and day out to try and come back. And finally he he caved.
2: Good work, Magic. Thank you. You're gonna have some work to do to get under that hard cap.
3: That's no problem. <laughs> yeah, That's no good
2: sh- Five million
3: deal. No, I was joking today. I think it's bullshit. This is the second time he's. Well, I guess if he went to commission, the second time he's taking back over the bucks within like a five year span, and he's getting an am- amnesty again. Goddamn it! No, answer. no, no.
2: He's not going to get another free amnesty.
3: That's what he was saying. No, he's got like seven. He can say all he wants. He's not a anymore. Okay. Yeah. And he thinks he's, he's got an amnesty because he took a team back over. So I was like, dude, that's bullshit. This is like the second time in five sim seasons you took it, taken over the Bucks and done a done a thing. So I mean, if he's got the Bucks, I guess the the pig pennies, I guess it ultimately doesn't matter. It's a simple solution.
1: Either he can have the free amnesty and start with 10K bucks. We can start with 90k bucks and pay for an MSD, and then be left with 40k bucks.
3: Seems yeah, like it's pretty obvious. for him to learn that.
1: Answer. Next okay. up in the signing, we've got the Nuggets signing Udoko Azubuike for an MLE. I don't know a bunch of people bid on him. It doesn't really matter. But the big signing is the Bulls: seven million dollars, one year, the creation pick. The original bull, Romeo Langford. Congrats. Wow.
2: He, he wasn't leaving. He was never going to leave. He'll never leave. <laughs> uh, the, uh, don't uh, even, hospital don't hospital even hospital.
0: know who the fuck that is.
2: Uh, uh, traffic else, traffic. Uh, this is a Kena-approved podcast, so language?
0: Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. If you, you would you, trust that. me. Have you seen the agenda? have you seen the agenda I put out there? I got four, five, six, uh, and seven on the agenda that's all gonna be my pokes at Ian. So that shit's coming up in
1: a bit. I'm sure Eric will to listen
0: to this. I'm sorry, would you say I, I
1: this? I will. Eric? Ian's definitely not going to listen to this, so you're kind of wasting your time there. But that's fine. Don't I'm going to take,
0: I'm gonna
1: so. take Fair self-satisfaction. Fair enough. Speaking of self-satisfaction, we got two mix signings up left. We got Ayo Dosunmu for the LLE. We had a couple of bids. Doesn't really matter. We have Brandon Griner for seventeen point five million. And the Knicks now are set at the big position. They got the three great bigs. They got the, who did they sign? RJ Cole from the Trailblazers. I think the Knicks are in great shape. And I just want to say for the record, so there was a little uh, friction that the Knicks second GM by SPL sent in some really good bids. Everybody, I should say everybody who was a second GM except Fecta sent in some really good bids. And so I'm really happy with how that's going. I had concerns, I think justifiably, but it's all worked out okay. We have the Timberwolves signing Devin Hall, asterisk, for $1 million. That's a good signing. He could be, uh, I think he can be a backup bunk card still. Can anybody check me on that?
2: I'll look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, let me check real quick. I'll check for you. Um, you haven't done the okay. upload yet, have you? I have not. Devon Hall has B-handles as a combo guard. So, yeah, I believe that means he can back up, right?
1: Yes. He'll be good as a backup. That should be fine. We have two more little signings. We have the Warriors, again, signing Ricardo Strong for 17 million over three years. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who Um, Ricardo Strong is. So,
2: he was was the guy... um, R.I.P. Ankley, uh, Ricardo Strong was a creation guy that Odin intended to delete, but did not delete. And then he ended up get, getting left in the file. If you look at his numbers, I actually, like, he had a pretty nice rookie year. He's a pretty awful rebounder for a small forward, but a pretty efficient scorer. And he, uh, so, so um, I, I remembered him because he was controversial, but I like him because I think he could do well in an outside offense, and he's 6'8", so he's shooting guard eligible, so maybe those rebounds won't hurt as bad. So, I'm actually pretty happy about that for the Warriors. I like that signing. Um,
1: I'm, I'm happy get you. That, I was
2: him that cheap. Let me see if I can pull him up here. Um, yeah, he's only 24, uh, and he's a career 46% shooter uh, and 40% from three. So, yeah, not mad about it. Good depth
1: either way. Good work, Kemp. The last signing is the Trailblazers signing Senator Kevin Willis for, this looks like a minimum. It's under a million, so it's probably a minimum. Again, I haven't followed Kevin Willis at all. I assume he's not very good. So I would say the day three winner, by far and away, is clearly the Washington Bullets for getting Max Wieslowski on a sub maximum deal because he's not worth the max, name notwithstanding. Otherwise, it looks like mostly salaries for oh, the Warriors. I should also shout-out to Warriors getting Kareem Rush. That's a, that's a good player to have on a almost-an-MLE-level deal and have him under control for a long time. I'm sure the next Warriors GM, who will, we will be recruiting at any moment, is going to be very happy with the job he did, Tim. Mazel Thank you. It means a lot. And now I am going to sign off of the pod so I can do an upload and get all that up there, and then basically go to sleep, because I need a lot of sleep. So thanks for having me, SPL. Good talking with you, Tim. Good talking hey, with you, Hey, anytime,
0: Eric.
3: Good talking.
1: Hey, thanks
0: okay, for the so uh,
3: I guess with,
0: uh, with the uh, reveal being done, we have some things we need to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, do you guys want to talk about the last playoffs and how they went?
2: Um, well, let's see, the, uh, the Hornets played, what was it, the, uh, did they play, um, the Suns? Was that who they played this year? Last year? Uh, let's
0: pull up the thread right now. Same results, 2009 playoffs. Um, this is how much people care when Secta wins a title. Yeah. All I know is he won. He won over the Suns, four games to two, um, and Yao Ming was the MVP, which he's offered me Yao Ming and uh, three first-round picks for uh, Lou Alcindor. He's offered it about five times in chat in, like, the last few days.
2: Has he, has he ever offered it in a PM, though?
0: No. Wondering how serious he is. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at it yet. I mean, I know Yao Ming from name, but I haven't looked at his stats. I mean, I probably need to get more serious looking into players. I mean, and looking into rules, obviously, because I find uh, that up before tonight. Kareem
2: before Kareem showed up, Yao was uh, probably the best player in the league. I, I think almost, inarguably, the best player in the league. Um, He came in and had something like 15 win shares as a rookie so he uh i think he had 15.4 which kareem had 15.2 um so yes he is a very very good player um but i think well obviously a little bit older than kareem and uh i think kareem still has a higher
0: scoring ceiling than yao did Yeah, that's kind of what I think as well. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the looking at stats right now. Um, I, I think the ceiling with Kareem is higher. And plus on top of it, I mean, Kareem is going to be cheap for the next three seasons. And I'm going to need it because I got that fucking awful contract that I'm going to have to buy out. Because I'm a freaking retard. Um, so I'll have to deal with that eventually. Yeah. Um, which God? If you're a frickin' point guard, you shouldn't be. Li- if if you can't be a point guard, you should be listed as a point guard. God damn it! But oh well. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's my retarded ass. Magic so, are you still on,
3: uh, yeah,
2: I'm here.
0: Yeah, Magic's still here.
2: Uh, I'm 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 curious, Magic. You lost RJ. What, what, share with us what have you been on RJ Cole, if anything.
3: Uh, I did, I think four or five years times 15 million. Okay.
2: All right. So yeah, I didn't, I'm always hesitant for those guys who are like right around 30 to go for the full max. Um, I know others are not quite as, as cautious about that, but I think you and I are kind of in the same boat there. So what, uh, what's the situation at point guard now without him? Cause you were in the championship the year before. Um, and you know, I feel like you felt you were still kind of on the up and up, but
3: I think this kind of, was a little wrench into things, no? Yeah, I mean, I don't. That I, I was surprised. I mean, that full. I didn't think anybody was going to full max him, to be honest. And I thought a four or five year. I didn't think anybody was going to max him. Period. And I well, that's a not, that's year.
0: that's not a, even a that's not a full max because he was at seventeen point five million on his first year on a full max. Um, So the Knicks got him first year at fifteen point one million. Um, They did full max increases, but um, he signed for well under the max of what he could
1: sign
3: for. Yeah, I guess just my thinking its less those initial years. I mean, I'd more than be more than happy, obviously to pay him 15, 16, even up to 17 million a year. But those, those years where he gets up to 20, 21, 22 million at 32, 33, 34. I just, that's, that's a lot of money to pay a guy. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I, I guess you you
0: have to, I can understand it for the next, because they have first O pick that's aging out. And John, Landale that's aging out, so their windows to win is now. So I mean that that was my look at it, because obviously I'm I was bidding for the Knicks. Um, so my fo- my thought process in this was, I mean, this is the next window with the age of their two players. I mean, they need to win yeah. now. They needed they needed somebody now to win. So I mean. You mean RJ Cole was a person I went after, along with a few others, um, in uh, in free agency offering pretty much about the same
3: deal. Yeah, I mean I understand it. I guess for me, I just didn't want to commit that money, and ultimately he just wasn't good enough with my core to win me. I mean, or even get me at home to home court in the first round. So. I mean, I definitely wanted to keep him, and obviously he put a competitive bid, but I just didn't want to commit that amount of money to him when it, you know, already was a point where I wasn't wasn't winning it probably with with that core. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what my plan is moving forward. I think that I'm probably, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm gonna start Igor probably at, at point guard, and then just run a completely inside offense with Mike in, and then possibly if I get Gooden back, and and then. Uh, with speaking and of, and point- speaking of point, speaking is- of point
0: guards, I gotta find one for the fucking Lakers.
3: What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah.
2: Hey, bro. Chris Chio's is on
0: the block. Who is? But Chris Chizio? Isn't that a fucking like no, sausage no, yep. burrito or something? Isn't that like a morning sausage burrito or something like that, Chizio? Oh,
2: chorizo. Yeah, you're, you're thinking of chorizo, but uh, no. Chris Chioza, former Trailblazers, great. Former Hawks, great. Former Pistons, great. Uh, current Bulls, great. Uh, one year, $7 million contract with Birds. Um, he is on the block. You heard it here first.
3: Yeah, man, I will give you Benji. Hank. I think, think, a- I think a uh, well, we'll
2: see. You know, we, we can take this offline. We'll take this off
0: the pod.
3: <laughs> okay
0: um but uh okay so we have uh the most uneventful now what what makes it so uneventful with the hornets is it because he lucked into getting his core together um um is that why this is so
3: uneventful i mean listen he i guess the, the best thing you could say about the run for the hornets right now is that he hasn't fucked it up which i mean i think there's been a lot of GMs in the past that have gotten uh, maybe not as lucky, but pretty damn lucky. And then have just proceeded to fuck it up. So I think that the best thing you could say is that he lucked into, I mean, two. well, Giannis I know is may not put up the, the insane stats, the like a Yao or Lou Alcindor, but I think he's an elite player. And then Yao is obviously, you know, either the best or second best in the league. So getting those two guys in back-to-back drafts along with already having Vince Carter kind of develop and, and grow into a, a high-level shooting guard. I mean, that's that's. There, yeah, and there's not a whole lot much more you have to do after that besides, you know, some and, decent size and, and getting
2: Sharif O'Neal while paying less money than you did. Like, let's not forget that.
3: Dude, that was. I can't remember how angry I was at that. I. It wasn't even like it was. It was what, an extra year and like twenty-five, thirty million dollars or something. Yeah, I remember. Nah, it I don't understand
2: it. Um, but I, I think yeah. that
3: you know. You know, looking
2: into it is one thing because I think that in itself can provide uh, a good amount of controversy, a good amount of conversation, but, I mean, obviously the league with... Hey,
0: the- I had to put a lot of work to get Lou Alcindor. I put a lot uh, of work to get that guy. So, with every,
2: pretty much every GM running two teams, um, it has obviously meant... Fewer people to engage in conversation and to participate, so you know, uh, just the the way it goes, I guess. I mean, there's like the shout kind of beefs every once in a while, but overall, it's pretty, you know, pretty dead. You don't see any threads that are really that really go off or explode or anything. So, just, you know, it's where we're at as a league. Yeah,
0: I guess. the yeah the day yeah the days of the banks drama is really done. I mean. Do you think it's because we're all getting older and we just are kind of doing other things now or or what wh- why do you think that is
2: Yeah, I mean no young blood, uh not really much immaturity except for well, I, sorry, I won't antagonize and start anything. Um, but you know, overall
0: it's, Oh, I'm it's going the, to.
2: it's just an older much more mature group of guys, but um Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's an exercise that, obviously, it's tough for people to get into. You have to have sort of a – you have to have your own interest getting into it. You're not – you know, others can't really force that on you. And so we've had a just tough time bringing in new people. Uh, It's too bad, but what are you going to do? Ride it out until it's dead, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think we should start uh, just – we should just start going to random forums and just – recruiting different people um i think that's no, what we've we should that.
2: do we've been trying it just it doesn't it doesn't hold so you know the only way you can really get people apparently if if they're not from tmb is to recruit like your friends and yeah i mean it's just not happening but that's all right we can talk about what uh, what actually is going on in the league
0: Okay. Uh, why don't we uh, take a look at the uh, draft? What do you guys think about that? Um, uh, obviously, we just finished that up um, with uh, right before free agency. Um, we had the first pick in this past draft. I have to pull this up real quick. Zach Randolph. Keep... Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. Yeah, so we did the draft kind of go as how you guys saw it? Because I, I didn't see Zach Randolph up there as a uh, as a, like the top pick in the draft. Uh, did you guys see it that way?
2: I did. Um, I briefly thought that I had the first overall pick, um, but didn't realize that the, the lottery order that Eric had posted was original picks. So when I was debating 1.1, um, it was either going to be point guard or power forward. It was either going to be Zach Randolph or Gilbert Arenas. Um, you know, there, there's a big question mark here as to how Eric makes players, how good rookies are going to be. Um, I think prior to the, you know, when, when Odin had originally uploaded a class, there were some real appealing guys in there. Um, Joe Johnson looked really good. Gerald Wallace looked really good and had the Bama bump. So, um, that all kind of got thrown for a loop when Eric uploaded his draft class, like a day or two before. Um, and then I was, I didn't really know, but Randolph had the B inside and B plus rebounding. So he was really good in both those categories and no major weaknesses from what I could see. So Zach Randolph was definitely, uh, in my mind, the right guy at 1.1, um, Batty at two was a little bit questionable to me, but, um, you know, uh, I think he's got that really nice defensive grade, um, and probably good enough outside that'll grow naturally. Maybe Odin's hoping he can just invest in his inside and have a good player. Um, but, yeah, everything else in the draft, there, there was no prospect in this draft, I think, that other than Randolph maybe who didn't appear to have some major
0: holes in his grade set. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I personally, um, I mean, I, I could definitely see why Randolph went up there, but, I mean, I think that, I mean um, – I don't know. I mean, I, I just didn't see that this draft had a 1.1 level player. You I mean, is is that the right vision? You I mean, because I, I looked at the players and I, and I thought this was definitely a draft. You didn't want to be 1.1. You would rather be, um, you mean, drafted in the teens somewhere because I saw a lot of value pick in the teens. Um, is Magic, did, did you kind of see it that way?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. I didn't I didn't have a pick in this draft. So I, I didn't really pay attention to much at all, if anything, on it. So it was something I mean, I, I if anything, I like the fact that, you know, this is what two, three or three out of the last four or five years that a a big has gone on to be the number one pick and, and well I, I think we could debate the merits of um, how good Alcinder and uh And, yeah, we're in their their rookie years especially. I I think it's nice to see, and it's going to be curious to see what kind of a player. I mean, obviously this class is going to be um, a good litmus test to to get a feel for what Eric's classes are going to look like. Or, no, I don't. I think he did not create this class, right? This is Phil Oden. No, No, he – well,
0: yeah, he he, he did the grades.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, either this class could be – you know, a Drew's beast class. Uh, but granted this is coming from Eric who's developed and or not developed, but kind of built and, and put some, um, put some guys together before. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, you know, Eric I don't know. I right. Yeah. The,
0: the, the player that I really wanted in this draft, you I mean I had him in 4.0 was to was at number 17. I, I really wanted him bad. Um, And I think that he's B-plus defense, B-minus rebounding, um, C-plus inside, C-minus on the outside scoring, C-minus handling. Um, I just thought he – I think he's going to be a good big. Um, Not going to be a high-scoring big, but he's going to be efficient in scoring. I think he's going to be um, good defensively, good shot blocker good rebounder, especially you could dump the 25 into the history. If, if it's, I think it's going to be strength that you're going to want to dump the 25 into with him. I think he's just going to be a beast, um, a beast of a rebounder and shot blocker. You um, mean, I thought he would have been a great compliment next to Lou Elsinder. Let Lou do the shots and let Diop do the defense. Um, so, but unfortunately, Dallas, Fuck you. But,
3: All right, guys. I got a I got another call coming in. I got to take, so I'm gonna hop off and then I'm gonna get to bed. But it was it was a nice little that brought uh, Magic big feel big better, thing. buddy. I mean, uh, I hope. Yeah, uh, okay. take it easy, Magic.
2: Take it. Right okay, here.
0: Tim. Um. Well, obviously right, you had go. a ton, ton of pics What's up? What's that? What'd you say?
2: I said I was gonna say I know you've been waiting for it, so you should just you should just do your thing. I'll I'll go on mute for a few minutes and let you just go off.
0: Oh, so you're talking about Ian, huh? I know you've you've uh,
2: been craving.
0: Oh, I have been. I have been. Um, okay, so we obviously. Uh, best free agency with uh, a, a bit earlier. Um, we did our draft breakdown. We did our playoff breakdown. So, number four on the agenda is who is a dick? Um, and uh, to for me, that's Ian. I mean, uh, anytime I freaking log in a chat, he's a fucking little know-it-all prick. You I mean, I'm just getting tired of it. Um, I don't I mean, it's not like I live in the chat all the time, but anytime I'm in there it just he's just a dick. You know I mean um, I, I don't know how to explain it. You I mean the, the the guy just is a dick dick dick. So fuck him. Um is basically what it boils you, down to. Um, really. Did you guys have
2: not really
0: no uh i don't know to be honest with you i mean i just i think it has to do with just anytime i i log in um and i look at chat he's either talking shit to somebody talking down to somebody or just being a fucking general asshole i mean um that's the way you want to live your life go for it but i mean um as we said earlier we're all getting kind of older i mean and it's not what everybody wants in their life. You mean, um, so I'm kind of breaking my own mantra by calling him out here a bit, but, um, but yeah, I mean, he's just a fucking raging douchebag. You mean, anytime I fucking, I, I don't, I don't see him po- being a positive contributor to anything. I mean, the, any viewpoint he has, it's, to fucking uh, is to make others feel less if so he could feel better about himself uh, so fuck him i mean it, I, and again i don't i don't know the exact point that it happened um but at some point it just just got to me and and uh and i, I just remember logging into chat and, and just going god this guy is a fucking asshole um so just had enough of it um they, he made reference a few months ago after i knew about it about my about me supposed going to do a podcast and backing out um at yeah, that time i just didn't feel like doing it i mean because I, I viewed what's the point You I mean why do a, why do a podcast for a do like for a raging douchebag that all he does is sit and chat and sit back and hide behind his fucking keyboard and talk shit about everyone um so you I mean that, that that's really where it all kind of stems from i'm just get sick of his attitude you mean um so kind of put my foot down and basically said you know what i'm not going to um let this fucking douchebag you mean just consistently talk shit so you I mean he, he, he quit back and we, we had a nice little back and forth session in chat um, where, you mean, his digs were, you mean, trying to uh, make fun of what me being proud of my daughters. Oh, oh, oh shit. That's a great dig, man. You I mean fucking superb. You I mean, I mean, the father, are proud of his daughter. I mean, shit, man, I should fucking run and hide um and then uh, uh just other stupid shit i mean he just he's just a fucking worthless human being that always has to put people down to make himself feel better so fuck him is all i can really say
2: i definitely think that ian thrives on other people's hatred uh, i think at some point, he has probably gotten into it with every person uh, in sim league in some way or another. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, a little more. But but
0: but, but seriously, bit, what what's the point? Uh, what's the point of it? I mean, I mean, it's like fucking masturbating without the payoff at the end. You mean you're gonna fucking work your, you mean work it for hours and you mean not blow the load. You mean what the fuck's the point? I mean. Fuck him! I mean, they an analogy. hes just a fucking worthless human being.
2: Well, I, I love the analogy.
0: Um, I you know,
2: I, honestly, I think that having that uh, is good for the league. It definitely gets people fired up. Um, you know, obviously, it, it gives you know the desire to to beat that person, um, which I think adds something. But you know, it's just like Ian takes digs constantly at everyone. Um, it, it's pretty much all day, every day, as you pointed out. Um, but where he really digs his heels in is when somebody actually responds to it. Um, so that's why we'll see him and BK going at it pretty often. Um, I won't say like you guys go at it often. Uh, it's just like, you know, from time to time it's been the past couple of days maybe. Um, but yeah, I just know that he, uh, I think he likes it when other people react. Um, and like, granted, there have been times where he's gotten under my skin, and I'm like, you know, and I just kind of am like, uh yeah. I think I've kind of figured out that he's just Ian being Ian, not to not to react to it. So it's a, yeah, it's a I mean, personality, you know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, the personality's fucking douchebag. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, the guys, guys, just fucking a miserable human being that um, all he wants to do is fucking. You I mean? I mean, compensate for his lack of size of his penis. I mean, I'm sorry that you were born with a three inch dick. And, um, I mean, there's this fucking penile implants that you can get that, uh, can help you with those issues and those problems. Um, but I mean, for you just to fucking, come on and be a fucking raging fucking jag off day after day. I mean, it gets tiresome. I mean, people don't want to see that shit. I mean, I mean, I mean, eventually, I mean, that's why people go away. I mean, because they don't want to deal with fucking assholes on a consistent basis. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, we're getting older. I mean, I'm in my forties. You guys, a lot of you guys are in your twenties and thirties. I mean, we don't want to have to deal with this fucking nonsense of, I mean, People talking shit and you mean fights and arguments, you mean fuck. You mean I just want to log in, I mean, have a couple jokes, have a couple laughs. You mean like today? I mean I fucked up. I mean, I made a retarded fucking move on my for my team. You mean made a few jokes at my own expense over it, you mean, and moved on. You mean uh, but you mean the for him to then, I think he started making comments about, I mean, towards me about the move, and it's like, yeah, you know what? I've already made my jokes about myself. I mean, big fucking deal. I mean, I made a, I made a, a fucking retarded move in sim league. I think I'll recover. But uh, speaking of that, well, that was the, the a right fucking retarded we'll right. move. That was it's a not fucking
1: that bad, man. dumb. You know,
2: no, it, it's not. I mean, yes, yes, I think it's an overpay. Um, I I like Wagner. Um, I I would have totally resigned him. I probably I was waiting until I uh, had filled up my soft cap space. Um, didn't expect him to go day two. Uh, so you know, I I that that's part of the reason that I. I um, reached out to Mike to get him to trade me Alex Reese just so that I could fill up that soft cap space with a player I wanted um, and then start kind of acting on my bird years. Um, but no, Wagner, Wagner's a young player. He's a good player. Um, he's a good scorer. He's a, he's a very efficient scorer. Unfortunately, he doesn't do much else. And if he's playing point guard, then uh, he turns it over way more than you'd like. So he's a, I think he's a good shooting guard. Um, and I think you're right that he'll, he'll be good in an inside offense. That's what I was running last year, but uh, he was, Either, I, I think I had him, he may have been a scoring option at some point. Um, he averaged, I, I think, around 22 points when he was a scoring option the year before. So he's a perfectly fine player. Um, but, you know, if you get to a point where you're like, you know, if I didn't have this contract, I need I would have max space. You know, dump bucks are easy enough to come by in the the way the leagues run. I mean, you're probably, you're going to get dump bucks for this podcast. You're going to get dump bucks for setting your depth chart correctly. Um you know, it'll be easy enough to amnesty him uh, if you if you need to.
0: Um, I honestly
2: think we whoa, probably whoa, whoa. Raise can probably
0: raise. I can, I I I can amnesty amnesty him. Where the fuck do I see that at? How much is that worth?
2: It's it's all it's all it's it's in the dump bucks Dump buck rules, man, um, or the dump buck rules. I'll have to read that. Um, but it's fifty thousand. It's fifty thousand uh, to amnesty a guy. Um, you know, with Does as, it
0: count against my camp?
2: many buses. no, it's a, it's a clean, clean break. Um, it's not oh, like shit. a buyout. Uh, you know, yep. I, I was telling you that in shout. I told you that a few times. Um, but yeah, you can just amnesty yeah, the guy. I, 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 that bad.
0: I, yeah, I thought, I thought, um, amnesty that, uh, I would have to still, count that money against my cap. That's why I was talking about that I would do it in year year so, three when, when you're uh, thinking right before loot. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of that is that is that money would count against my cap, that uh it, the money just wouldn't go away type of thing. Um so knowing that that makes me feel a little bit better. Um so I'm you back on the high horse now, so fuck you, Ian, you fucking douchebag.
2: Okay, he's, go he's, ahead. He's a good uh,
0: player, though. Probably, probably won't
2: even be necessary. He's a good scorer. Um, you know, it all depends on how your team ends up being structured, but I don't think it's something that you need to, to worry too much about.
0: Would you want him back?
2: <laughs> not, not at that contract, I wouldn't, no. no i had you know when i was typing up all my bids and stuff i entered him in as an mle because i was thinking that most people don't really value him um but i obviously couldn't use an mle when i still had soft cap space so i i deleted him was just hoping he'd hang around until day three or day four and i could you know figure something out then uh, and get him back on birds but you know you you outbid me there and so i i lost him and that's fine. I, I would definitely like him as a player, if not for that contract. And you know, I don't think he really has a place. I don't need a, a shooting guard. I have another. Um, I, I think very efficient player in Dave Latin, who I, I want to give a chance to play shooting guard. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I think yeah uh, with you're, you're with them
0: yeah with a, him being but, yeah with him being a shooting guard. I mean, I already have my wings set with Darius Miles and Paul Pierce. I mean so really he's going to be my third wing and I also have Benji. So um fuck, and all the point cards signed that I that I put MLEs on. What the fuck? I'm just noticing this now. I'm completely screwed at point guard. We got a good team other than not having a point guard. Fuck.
2: Let's
0: see here what do we got? Um yeah, I'm looking right now, and it's like, dude, there's nothing out there at point guard right now.
2: Well, you can uh, take some. you could look at somebody like, uh, I think Peyton Siva hasn't gotten upgrades. C, A minus, A minus, C plus, C grade, you know, invest in his inside. What about seventh, something. Woods. Uh, seventh Woods? Seventh uh, Woods, another interesting. Interesting player. Um, God, is he still a free agent? He – where is he? Um, seventh Woods, there he is. So he is a guy who had a really nice first year at the Hornets, 47%. You can see that. He got hurt. Um, he was playing very well to start the season, then he got hurt. Uh, and then after that, he definitely worked his way into effect. His doghouse was replaced by Jalen Brunson. But um, he is, uh, you know, uh, I think that he – yeah, I mean he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't have any massive holes. Um you know, if he's not shooting the ball, then I think you're you're all right. He, he he can he can be a placeholder. You know, up to you.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's probably the where the area where I'm probably gonna have to go unless I can make a deal um moving uh uh Benji um out someplace and getting uh a point guard back in return. I think that's the other potential option because Benji's dead money, $8.9 million. Um, I'm sure I can get something. I could try to get a. I mean, Benji still has good value. I mean, he's what, shot 40, 40, 47% from the floor, 38% from three point. Um, 25 minutes, 12 points a game as an on scoring option, 5.7 rebounds, 25 minutes. So. Um, definitely some good numbers, um, for, for, you mean, a shooting guard eligible wing, um, where he can, I mean, he was basically my third wing last year, um, to Len Bias and, and Paul Pierce. Um, I really like Paul Pierce. Um, he fits an inside offense really well. Um, I like his rebounding at, uh, shooting guard, uh, 8.2 rebounds at shooting guard last season. And even Darius Miles, I mean, I like him, his rebounding 9.3 at small forward. Um, I like that combo. Um, but I what, do I, what the fuck do I know? I ended up getting swept in the fucking playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, enough talking about my team. Um, let's take a look at... Um, who obviously the Hornets are obviously the Hornets are going to be a favorite for for next season after winning back to back. Who are the Central, other teams?
2: That... The the Central is going to beat itself up. You know the Hawks are good. JHP's made some big moves. you've got Hakeem and Yante Martin, so he arguably has the best big combination in the league. You know you've got Lou. Fecta has Yao, but I think um your guys aren't quite as strong at that second big spot um so i think that uh the hawks have some really good bigs and they got some other good young guys and larry johnson and rick fox uh if earl monroe progresses um and, and maybe becomes a little bit more efficient inside or a, a little more f- efficient of a score i think jhb's got uh a good team there he actually Surprisingly, found some very nice depth. Trayvon Duvall signing an LOE on day one is really nice for him. He's got a uh, F- F- Stanzius um, who is a really solid defensive player, and Mitchell Robinson came back, so he's got a good third big. So I, I think JHP's primed himself pretty well. Yeah, uh the Bucks are very
0: good. Yeah, be I'm looking very, at JHP's team. Um, I'm I'm just calling it right now. In the Eastern Conference, it's going to be the Hawks and the Hornets for that uh, championship series, those two teams are fucking loaded. I,
2: I think that, uh, well, yeah, I, I think that that's the, 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 the easy choice, or I think that's the, the smart pick. Um, the Knicks could surprise. I think they have three elite players there. If you can kind of figure out how to fill in around them with zero cap room, uh, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. The Bucks, though, the Bucks are, are going to be the real deal, especially if Drew comes back and actually puts some time in. Jay Williams is the best point guard in the league probably by a good amount now that Brain Winter is kind of uh, coming down a notch and and nearing the end of his career. Um, He's got A.J. Guyton, who is a – you know, he's got two really good point guards, um, which most teams don't even have one. But A.J. Guyton is going to be a a tough guy to acquire. I don't know, if maybe he tries Guyton at shooting guard or maybe he tries Guyton as a backup. Point guard and shooting guard, but, you know, with, with him and then uh, with those guys, Troy Brown, Champ Godwell, like this is a team that's, that's uh, really, really good. And especially as Zach Randolph comes out, so the Bucks are really good. He got the first overall pick. You don't see that too often. Um, that's going to be a really strong team. The Bullets are
0: so, together. Um, I think it's a- Sorry, go ahead. So, what's your what's your take on the Bucks being over the uh, the hard cap? You I mean because I, I I've heard some bitching and moaning about this in chat. What's what's your viewpoint on uh, the Buck situation with them signing those players it, going over the hard cap, and uh, and now uh, Drew's coming in and maybe getting a potential free amnesty.
2: Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be getting a free amnesty. Um, that, that just wouldn't make sense from really any perspective. People were talking how he should amnesty Harvey because he did get his old bank back and has the bucks to do it. It doesn't. It just doesn't really make sense. I think. I think Drew's is a logical enough guy. He's got seventy four thousand bucks, so he has left twenty thousand left over, twenty four thousand left over to to work with after that. Um, you know, he may not even have the amnesty, Harvey. I think he may want to. That contract is ugly for a pretty mediocre player, but he can trade two guys, Malcolm Moore and Jim Halper, um, both making five million a year, and get under the hard cap and still have uh, a roster um, that's, that's very, very good. at least be some good depth on the wing, but those guys are both really, those guys are both good players. They are both players who have. Uh, had success in BSL, and, and we're both very good starters at one point. So, I can see him, he's got plenty of options to maneuver around that. And, and you know, I don't think it really is a big deal. Um, I don't know what the rules are around the hard cap during the off season. Um, w- but I, wasn't I was it like Don J. Williams
0: and he went over the hard cap? I thought that was a no no.
2: Um, so, so, sorry, say
0: that again. Didn't he sign Jay Williams yeah, on day so, one? And that put him over so the hard Jay, cap? I, Jay, I thought yeah, that was he, a no-no. Uh,
2: I guess I can go back and look. Um, give me one second um, to view the free agency results. They signed Jay Williams. They signed Halper. And they signed Jackie Moon. Uh, and they signed Malcolm Moore. So, technically, Williams signed first. They wouldn't have been over the hard cap because of him um they would have been over the hard cap because Malcolm Moore Jim Halper and Jackie Moon also signed so that's not even necessarily what it would be but the the thing is is like I don't know we we have Eric running the league and if there's anybody who is going to be a stickler for the rules and make sure they're followed to a tee then it's going to be Eric so anybody who's tripping about this I don't know it's like why um it's not really worth it if he goes into the season and remains during the season like well over the hard cap then yeah it's an issue but like it's the off season. And if I remember right during the off season, being over the hard cap does not incur a penalty like it did uh, during the season. Um, so he'll have plenty of options to, to make it happen. Not really not. It shouldn't be, shouldn't be a big issue.
0: Okay. Makes sense. That's, that's um, my pick. No, you I mean, I, I agree with you. You I mean, it's um, obviously it's, uh, um,
2: this is the kind of thing
0: that that Ian would bitch about. <laughs> yeah, I mean hopefully he changes fucking tampon and and uh, we don't hear that from him. But uh but obviously it was a talking point uh because it's obviously something of concern. Um but uh um so you know, is I, what I think is what it is. is.
2: Yeah, I think the East has three teams, all in the Central, that are going to be really competitive. Um, I in the West, it's a little bit murkier. the The Suns, the the Jazz came down hard, which I think is why I ain't quit. Um, over the past couple seasons, they just become uh, a, a pretty awful team. Um, let's see who else we have in the the West. I, you know, obviously I think you coming up. I think the Mavs has started to uh, come down. They were very good for a while, but Cam Reddish hasn't kept it up. I don't think Al Harrington progressed quite as well as DeLapp hoped. Um, good player. Marcus Taylor's a good player, but it's just not I don't think that that team has the elite talent. Um, you know, the Suns were interesting because they were a very good team, so the trade for Hakeem was a really interesting one, or the deal Hakeem. I know he got a million picks, um, so maybe he's hoping some of those picks kind of turn out while I Woods is still young enough to be productive. He let Hakim go. He let Max Kowalski go. Um, so it looks like he's already kind of trying to accelerate that rebuild by making the finals last year and hoping some of these guys turn out and some of those picks turn into something. So um, the West is, I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot. People talked a lot of shit about the East for probably the first, like, five, six years of uh, 5.0, um, the first five or six seasons. And now, I mean, I – have a really hard time believing anybody in the West can win it this year.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I kind of agree with you. You I mean, right now, you mean it's pretty much whoever wins the East is going to win the, win it. Um, uh, without the obviously two leaders in the clubhouse being the Hawks and Hornets. Uh, but you're right about the bucks. I mean, they do have some good depth. Um, uh, but, uh, just looking at those two teams, those two teams are gonna to be tough to tough to play against, you mean, and uh, I, I don't know. Look looking at the West, you mean, um, I mean God, I, I would probably I mean I know the Clippers were pretty darn good last season. I mean um, I mean, Aiden and uh, and Perkins. I mean, that's a pretty good big combo. And yep. yep and yep, uh, Luke true. Luke May. Yeah, I mean, so I think the Clippers might be an interesting team. To I mean, who who's running the Clippers?
2: Uh,
0: Payton. So Mason
2: has uh, okay. been less active lately. Um, he's a pretty. He's a guy who keeps to himself quite a bit, so I don't think we really know. He doesn't really talk much about what's going on in his personal life, but he just he said at one point shout out, that he's been very busy lately. I asked him to, to take a second team, and he said he is too busy right now, so he's kind of I think doing the bare minimum until things uh, clean up a little bit for him. So, um,
0: yeah. but yeah, I mean, he, uh, he's, got he's got a pretty, pretty he's, he's got process. a pretty darn good core with uh, Markel Johnson, Leangelo Le Ball. Oh yeah. Hey, um, I didn't realize he signed Markell Johnson to that contract. Was
2: that, when did that happen? Um, that's a really nice contract for him. Uh, that's a guy you, you missed out on. I'm guessing you probably MLE bid on him I him mm-hmm. day two. Um, but yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a really nice point guard. Only 5 million over three years. That's a, that's a great deal for him. Elite rebounding point guard.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the clips will be good. They'll have some depth. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the, they might be an interesting team in the West. Um, uh, face on, I mean, especially face on – I mean, the guy knows his shit. I mean, he's he's a smart guy. I mean, if he could put time into it, I mean, that team will, will end up being really good. He's got a strong foundation. Um, i trying to remember who else was uh, – strong in the playoffs last year for the West. Um, obviously, I was up there in the top three, but I yeah, ended team up be getting, getting better, fucking swept. You
2: know. With the, garbage yeah. being, or the West being such garbage, I feel like you should uh, really be going all in since that could be probably a pretty easy ticket to the finals and then you just hope for a little bit of luck in the finals. Um, but it seems like a good time for you to be, you know, going. Yeah, and going the Suns for were the one
0: seed. Clippers were the two seed. Lakers were the three. Um, Bla- uh the Timberwolves were the four. Let's see what the Timberwolves look like right now. I thought they were. Timberwolves have Stoudemire that they brought back, so it's a really good return. Um, Miles Bridges, they returned. Um, so really good turn, uh, return. So they have two really good scoring options. Um, Isaiah Cannon, uh, they have. Yep. Um, you good? Good point guard. Um, they have Mohamed Bamba, uh, decent big. I mean, on the last year of a deal of 19 million. So they're going to be in a position where they're going to have a lot of cap flexibility for next season. Um, actually, not that much because they're at 70 right now. So that would put them down to about the, uh, the soft cap. But uh, they also have Clyde Drexler. Which doesn't look like Clyde Drexler has, I mean, lived up he to does. his potential. Yeah, I mean, no, well, look at the look at the scoring numbers. Look pretty decent. I mean, he he played twenty four minutes a game. Well, he only played forty four games. Twenty about twenty five minutes a game, and he was averaging fifteen a game on five hundred shooting from the floor. Uh, one steal a game, five point four rebounds a game.
2: Let's see here. Let me
0: pull up his, uh, his
2: true shooting percentages. Um, give me a sec. Let's see. So last four year, yeah, yeah, okay, pretty efficient last year scoring. One point. One point one five true uh, points for TSA. So. Um, yeah, pretty good scorer, but, uh, struggled elsewhere and I don't think he necessarily keeps that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like he it, it was just 1.1. I think we expected more, um, but you no.
0: Know, yeah, but he was a one. Always, point, he was a 1.1 1. 1 overall. Yeah. Um, definitely yep, you know, didn't first live first up, that up that to year. the promise of a 1.1, 1. 1, um, but, um. I th- I think he's got something there because obviously he's not playing starters minutes. I mean, if he was playing 30, about 35 minutes, you're probably talking probably close to seven rebounds a game and 20 some points a I game. Think he's
2: like a 20, 20, 20 and six player. Maybe, you know, if he's on a bad team, maybe that goes up to 25 or so. Um, and so maybe he's like a good third or fourth option, but I don't think like,
3: he doesn't yeah. much by way of
2: defense. Um might be a good backup backup wing, but I just like you know, I I think we all just kind of base it on our expectations. And the expectations with the name recognition and, and you know the one point one status, um expected more.
0: Yeah, no, um definitely if you're talking um um if you're if you're talking about 1.1 he's not living up to that expectation I mean but I, I I think you have something there uh where this guy can because he's if you look at the rest of his team the rest of his team is pretty darn good with Stoudemire and bridges um I mean bridges yeah. is, is shooting guard eligible but um I mean I, he rebounds well enough to play small forward it it I mean he put up about 9 rebounds a game last year at at uh at uh small at, at, he averaged about 9 rebounds a game last season um so you could just at small forward slide Drexler into the shooting guard spot Cannon at your point guard spot St- Stoudemire at your power forward with uh, Bamba Bamba at uh, center I mean, that's, that's pretty darn good starting five right there. Um, I mean, if you can get six and a half rebounds, seven rebounds uh, from Drexler at, uh, at shooting guard, I mean, with 20 points, I mean, it's a nice compliment. I mean, he's really your fourth scorer on the team.
2: Yeah, let me see here. So he had Killian Tilly at small forward last year. Um, and I don't, I don't know where Tilly is now. Um, is he, still a uh, he no. you know,
0: he, just, he, he, he just, he just signed with somebody. Um, let's pull this up. Um, I he know. I saw it. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. The bull, yeah, He's a bullet. So the bullets really making moves this off season. So I, I have a feeling that's what Ian's trying to do. And his contract here is figure out if Drexler starts. Um, he's probably going to do exactly, I would guess, exactly what you said and put him at shooting guard um, and then kind of see what he does and then know next year, like, what he'd actually be worth paying. Um, he's either going to go Bridges at small forward and Drexler at shooting guard or vice versa, but I would guess Drexler would probably plays shooting guard.
0: Wait, wait, I'm talking about fucking Ian's team right now. Is that right? Yeah, the Key Wolves. Okay, we're moving yep. on. Um, you just
2: acknowledged acknowledge that Ian put together a good team, SBL. How does that feel?
0: Uh, therapeutic. You mean very much like a plunger up the ass. I mean, um, so I mean, hey,
2: you're, you're you mean so. Something you don't being want to realize. No, you're 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 complimenting Ian, your arch nemesis. So you're being the bigger man. So nice.
0: Job. <laughs> the arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. You mean yep. uh, he's my fucking. Uh, my uh, joker to me being Batman. I mean, but, uh, but needless to say, let's move on. So I think we both agree. I mean, the East Eastern conference, unless there's a major change, I mean, are is going to be kind of the, uh, the, the best conference out there um, with the top two teams, really with the Hawks and Hornets. Uh, for this season, I, I just don't see anybody in the West competing. Um, I mean, unless I can make, a, I mean, make a trade of some kind to get somebody of value. I mean, I, I don't see a way that we can do that. But, uh, but, anyways. Um, so, uh, any last words before we end this podcast tonight? No, it's
2: it's been fun, man. It's good to have you back. Um, I hope that you know things are going well. It sounds like they are, and uh, selfishly, I hope that means yeah. you can stay active in the league. I know it's not always easy, but um, you're a good guy to have around, and hope Thank that you. Uh, yeah, hope that you know you can you can stick well,
0: around. Well, I mean, I, uh, 4.0 I, I I, kinda... was. I've kind of hinted about things in chat, but, uh, yeah, you I mean, I, I've had to do some self-evaluation and, uh, that's kind of why, um, I take a little bit of a hiatus from work, um, short-term disability that I'm on right now while I'm recovering from alcoholism. Um, so, um, uh, so that's kind of why you're seeing more of me around right now. Um, I am kind of uh, had to accept it that, unfortunately, um, um, that's a problem in the past year in my household is that uh, my drinking just got out of control. Um, So, dealing with it. I mean, uh, wife and kids are still here with me, um, and uh, we have enough money saved up for me to evaluate what I want to do moving forward after this short term disability uh, but uh but yeah I mean it's uh, uh my father was an alcoholic my father's father was an alcoholic so unfortunately I fell down that rabbit hole um so but I do have now 41 days of sobriety which is a cool that's
2: thing Good man that's awesome Yep. Yeah. That's great. So, and,
0: you know,
2: I like, do whatever you got to do. And it, it sounds like you're making some good progress and, um, you know, hopefully uh, we can encourage that and give you something to do and, and keep you entertained um, <laughs> while you're around at home.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, um, I've definitely plan on being more active, you um, because basically, for the last year, when 5.0 happened, I was pretty much drunk throughout all of it. Um, and I'm not exaggerating or lying by that. Um, uh, about the only time I was sober was uh, when I was going to softball practices. and I mean, um, hearing me having to take time out, In my coach, my assistant coach is hearing that I I was an alcoholic, caught them all by surprise because uh, I was doing all my drinking at night. You mean, after I got home from softball, and I was drinking to excess until I passed passed out somewhere in the house. Um, You mean, then I was waking up, you mean, going to work, doing my job, and going to softball, coming home and just drinking until I pass out again. So it was consistent consistent routine that really put a lot of stress on my family. Um, um, that people outside my household just didn't see it. I mean, um, so he caught a lot of people in my community by surprise when, when I came out and said I was an alcoholic, um, caught my job by surprise because I was putting up really good numbers. Um, so I must kind of said, well, if you did this as a drunk, you mean, um, can't wait to see what you're going to do sober. Um, cause there was days that I was, you mean, I was taken off of work where I knew it was like a rain, like it was, we were not going to have softball that day. And I would just get drunk at, at the house, you mean, and drink the whole day. I mean, it got really, really freaking bad. I mean, um, so, uh, my wife finally, um, after dealing with us, I mean, kind of laid, put her foot down, and I agreed. And uh, this is the end result: Sean being sober and not as angry as I used to be. I don't know if you could tell that or not from. I mean, oh, I um, can. I can. Good man. But uh, I really want to rage more at Ian, but I'm going to be the bigger man. Um, um, I really came in here with a lot of fury thinking, oh, I'm going to talk some shit, make these jokes at Ian. And I, I did some of it, but I just couldn't do it all. I mean, he's he's a douchebag, but uh, uh, oh well. Yeah, I guess he's our douchebag that we have to, uh, carry around. Exactly. Okay, my man. Exactly. Well, um, any right, shout man. outs that you want to throw anyway to anyone?
2: I mean, no, Eric's been, uh, shout out to Eric. is good to have him come on and do the live reveal. He's been uh, a very good commish. Um, I like that things are consistent. I like that they are, um, you know, we we know exactly what to expect. Um, that's all, I think, very good for the league. And even if we've our numbers have been whittled down quite a bit, um, to somewhere in the, like, 15 to 16 range, uh, the two-teams thing, I think, has worked out just fine. Um, nobody seems to really be abusing it. So uh, we've got, like, 16 or so active guys rather than, you know, 25, Rather than you know twenty five yeah twenty five guys or whatever uh,
0: you want to call in, it so. yeah nine ten guys inactive yeah and no I'm I, yeah, I plan on actually. being more active now now that uh, I'm not drunk so um but uh, but yeah I mean um, I'm looking forward to this I mean this is uh, fun to get back into um, and uh, and uh, I agree with you thanks to Eric for coming on uh, thank you Tim for joining me. Uh, thank you Magic for joining us for a bit. Um, it was good. Uh, hopefully he feels better soon. Um, and uh, uh, big thank you to Drews for coming back today. It's good to see Drews come back. I like my Irish brother and uh, being involved in this league. So um, I'll maybe have to spam yeah, the Irish thread. Record. Yeah. So uh, with that said, uh, fuck you, Ian. Uh, And uh, I guess that's it for the night. Thanks again to everyone that uh, participated. Thank you to anybody who listened. Uh, Make sure you uh, reply to the thread with what you think uh, our value should be. Um, So go 100,000. I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Bye now.